Welcome to the Solo 2.0 Podcast, where two sisters, Jess and Rye, focused on health and hormone balance to help you step into that 2.0 version of you. Growing up, we heard all about hormones. Sometimes more than we wanted. From our mom, who is a hormone health educator. As we got older, we rebelled and experienced our own health struggles and ups and downs. But today we have businesses helping people get in tune with their bodies, break free from restrictive eating and lifestyle habits, and learn how to balance their hormones naturally. So what can you expect from this podcast? Honest conversations and hot topics that should be more mainstream, like period health, cycle tracking, non-hormonal birth control, and our unique take on fad diets and trends that aren't always so supportive for women. Plus interviews with health and wellness entrepreneurs making a big impact in the world. Ladies, it's time we align with our powers and redefine what healthy means to us. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Solo 2.0 podcast. I'm Jess, holistic health coach and founder of Body Bliss by Jess. And I'm Ryan, co-founder of Your Hormone Balance. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. We're back after being home for the holidays in Oregon. It was really nice. Actually, we got snowed in. And so how, fun. how much snow do you think we had like over a foot? Yeah. Over a foot for sure. Cause we are higher up, um, in McMinnville. So I feel like, yeah, we definitely got over a foot. It was the whitest Christmas. I think we've, we've had. ever had. Yeah. yeah it's funny. Point. Cause when the flurry started falling, we were so excited and we were like taking all these videos. And then mm-hmm. a day later it was a full foot, which is so much <laughs> better, but it's funny how excited you get about a little snow and yeah. Yeah. Even just driving into downtown McMinnville. And um, once we were back in Portland, it was, there was nothing there, but at our parents' house, it was this wonderland because as Jess said, they're up in the Hills, they're out in like wine country, lots of farms around. So it was just gorgeous and so nice to just be in our little slippers and pajamas and bundle up and have really nowhere to go. It was so nice. I mean, our parents had to, they put on full on like snow gear and ski poles and like trackers just to walk down like <laughs> half of their driveway to see their neighbor because it was you really like literally could not go anywhere so it was honestly forced relaxation which I think we all needed although we did go to a winery which <laughs> of course was in the most treacherous location nobody else was leaving their homes and our dad went and got new tires so we could go to this winery <laughs> they wanted to show us and it was like, so wine. It was so scary that no one was traveling. We got to the winery. No one was there. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even have white wine. So Jess couldn't drink it. I, I mean, that's not super rare, but it was just hilarious. It was like a full day deal getting to this winery. And then Jess couldn't even have any. It wine. was a really pretty drive though. I will it was say pretty. a All little scary, songs. but we liked the adventure. Yeah. It was, yeah, we are kind of obsessed with wineries as a family. So (laughs) yeah, it's definitely a nice place to be. It's cozy and yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, we want to action pack this one, get through a lot of things in 30 minutes. So we're going to jump right into it. We figured it would be a nice way to start the new year by sharing an exercise that I've talked a lot about in the past. I used to run some journaling workshops. I was a journalism major and I've been a big journaler my whole life. And this is an exercise that I think applies um, to every week, every month and every year. It's something that you can consistently do and is very eye-opening as you go through the simple steps of it, which really consists of what feels good and what needs work in your life. And when I do this on my own, you know, you can zero in on different categories, anything you want. I often uh, narrow it down to career, health, relationships, and personal development. And it's interesting, personal development or self-development can be a tricky one because it's like, well, wait, what do I want to do for myself? And that's the category that's really about 
what are, what skills, hobbies, interests, um, maybe education, language, do you want to explore, pursue to increase your personal joy or expand your mind or grow, develop in some way? So um, we'll be going through those and each sharing kind of a what feels good and what needs work in each area. But before we do that, we wanted to share a simple exercise that's been going around and we posted on YHB as well, which is uh, sharing a word of the year that we each want to choose to really embody what we want to see in this new year. So Jess, why don't you start with your word for 2022? Yeah. So my word is flow and it came flowing to me because I just think it's a perfect match for where I'm at in my life and my business. You know, I'm really focusing more on coaching women to balance their hormones in a non-restrictive way. Um, I know I've mentioned it before, but I went back to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition to take their alumni course on hormone health. So I feel much more confident uh, coaching clients uh, on that. And it's been really amazing. And I'm really focusing on helping women track their cycle and sync their life with their menstrual cycle. So in a very kind of abundant way. So living, moving, eating and alignment with the four phases. And so that is really about flow, not only your period flow, but just getting in the flow with your own body. And then in my life, I just really want to call in a sense of flow. I want things to feel not necessarily easy, but just really aligned and like they're flowing and they're moving. There's like a natural rhythm and it doesn't feel forced. And I really just want to go and pursue passions and projects that feel like they flow. I think in the past, I've said yes to a lot of different things because either I didn't want to turn down money or opportunities, or I didn't want like a brand or a person to feel offended that I turned them down, you know? So I really want to be super intentional about what I say yes to. And that in my heart and in my soul, it feel like it feels like it's a good fit and it's a good flow. And so even just with like my latte blends, you know, I have a lot, I'm going to talk about that, but like there's a lot of ideas and stuff like that, but you know, I'm getting them in the flow with that, with how I make them and my setup and things like that. So I'm just, I really feel like that word calls to me. And so I want to focus on that as I continue to move throughout the year. There could not be a more perfect word for you. That's so perfectly described. And my word is uh, one word that you mentioned as well, abundance. And I think that choice came for me from the contrast that I hope to see from how 2020 and 2021 has gone to what I hope 2022 is, which these past two years have been a lot of grind, a lot of work. I feel like I say that a lot and I don't mean to ever glamorize that or like be, you know, proud of working all the time or anything like that. But because we've been in lockdown, I have taken this as an opportunity to really like put my head down and maximize my time, maximize my productivity. I'm already not really going a lot of places. So just using as much time as possible to move this business forward. But in that it's like, I'm always, you know, focused on work. I'm kind of in this, I love my house. I'm so grateful that we've moved and we are in like, I just pinch myself every day from where I was in 2020 and the eight years before that in this tiny Santa Monica apartment, which I used to call a little pod, you know, it's nice to have this space and I love it so much, but still it's almost like no matter where you live, if you never leave, 
it's just very, it's that lockdown vibe. It's like, you feel like you're in a cave, you know, I'm never really putting myself together very much. Um, and so, and just, you know, growth hustle, all of these things, um, are exciting, but I'm just ready to see the fruits of my labor really blossom. And I think that's absolutely, that's what has to happen this year because we have so many things we're launching and new systems we're launching now. And it's just so exciting to me. I have this, like, almost like that feeling you have when you're about to go on a trip or something where you're like, Oh, it's so close. Like I can't wait. Yeah. Or even like, see, I remember like being a senior in high school and you know, you're about to graduate. It's like, Oh, like freedom. Yeah. yeah. Like, Oh, it's so close, you know, but it's not quite there. So I've got this like excitement building just to sort of like spread my wings and fly and blossom into this butterfly where I can just take off. And all of these things we've been working on for so long can, can fully, you know, blossom. And also, um, uh, just abundance of confidence as well. I think in being in lockdown or being in just work mode, a lot of the time, Um, I haven't really necessarily, I don't focus as much on myself, um, personal development, exploring how I'm feeling all the time. Um, we'll talk about some of this, but, um, so I'm, I'm really ready to step into more action this year. Hopefully we can all be out and about again. Hopefully Omicron mellows out and society can kind of, you know, have, of resurgence again, if that's the right way to say it, mm-hmm. um, yeah. of events and things going on and, and, and we can just get out there and, you know, feel a part of society. Sometimes I feel smaller when I'm not as around people as much or in the thick of things. So abundance, that is that's the one of my favorite words too. I love that. And I think the way he described the feeling before vacation is so perfectly put because I can so relate and I'm, I'm there with you. We have yeah. so many great things in the works and I truly feel like it's going to just like explode like fireworks soon. I, I hope so. And it's cool. Cause we're doing all these things together. So yeah, a lot of our goals and feelings are intertwined. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, well let's get into, and yeah, hopefully this is something you can do at home. Think about what your word is. It's a powerful way to manifest what you want and really keep making goals every day, many goals every day, every week, every month that support that greater goal or vision for the year ahead. Yep. Now drilling down into the exercise I explained, let's get into our first category of health. So we're each going to share something that's been feeling good and something that needs work that we're going to focus on this year. Jess, why don't you go for it? Okay. I was like, sorry, it's my turn. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So career, I know, right. You were going to mention this too. So I don't want to steal the, oh no, we're going to start with health. Oh, okay. Starting with health. So what's been feeling really good is, and this is kind of, I guess, multifaceted, but really practicing what I've been learning about syncing my menstrual cycle with my life. And so I've been really intentional about syncing my workouts, my movement with where I am in my cycle. So during my menstrual week, during my period week, I'd really try to dial things back and focus more on like yoga and walking. And I still, I actually still feel pretty good to be able to do strength training during that week. Some people don't, but for me, I found that as long as it's not like insanely heavy weights or you know, cardio in between, I feel good. And then the follicular phase and the ovulatory phase, I definitely have found that as hormone levels rise, my energy levels rise. So 
really focusing on hitting it harder with like strength, more strength training, doing the rock climbing with Josh, going for longer walks, um, just kind of challenging myself. Um, I joined a challenge that um, Juice and Toya, they're amazing. They have a YouTube channel and we're going to have them on our podcast actually coming up. I hope we're in chats with them and they're doing a 30 day challenge and I love it. All the workouts are 30 minutes long or less. Some are 15. They also incorporate stretch days and a rest day, which I think is amazing. So really hormone supportive. Um, And I'm not, you know, I think the thing with syncing with your cycle is that it's listening to your body, not forcing yourself to like, oh, I have to do every single day of the challenge. I'm not doing every single day of the challenge. I'm doing what days feel good to me based on where I'm at. So that's felt really good. I feel like my energy levels are better as a result. I just really enjoy it. And then just being intentional about looking at foods that are supportive for each phase and just adding them into my meals, you know, throwing beets into a bowl, for example, or adding carrots to a smoothie based on where I'm at, you know, really honing in and tuning in to, do I want something cold? Do I want something hot? And then understanding how that relates to where I'm at. Um, and I found that, you know, I, I used to get really sore boobs and that's something that has really improved. Um, I also, you guys know, I've been struggling with migraines and fingers crossed, um, they are much subsided. I haven't had a bad one in over a month or almost two months. And most days are without headaches, still working on that, but, um, yeah, that's what I would say feels good. And what needs work? So I still want to focus on getting back to where I was, where I don't have the fear around my headaches and my migraines. Like I still am afraid that if I, you know, drink alcohol or if I have certain foods that have been triggers, um, you know, if right the week, the couple days before my period, when my estrogen drops, like that time, which is actually right now, I'm supposed to get my period in four days. I start to get this like anxiety and fear that I'm going to get a migraine because historically that's, what's been happening is that I've been getting migraines a few days before my period. So it's like, I get into my head about, oh my God, is it coming? Like, should I even make any plans? What do I need to do? So I really would love to eliminate that fear and just focus on you're well, you're migraine free, you're okay. And just doing everything I can to keep moving forward, you know, with seeing the chiropractor, I'm getting acupuncture, taking these supportive supplements, like not overdoing it, but also relaxing a little bit and being like, okay, you can have a couple drinks. And if anything, like you get a headache, but you're going to have to get back to your life and you're going to have to try these things. And that's just a part of it. And that's a part of tuning into your body, but they're so painful that there has been a lot of fear around it. So I just really want to focus on that and getting back to where I was, where I feel really good and don't have to worry about them at all. Yeah. Well, and since, and testing your hormones and retesting the hormone testing did show lower levels of estrogen. So she's been following a, you know, protocol for that, which is when it all changed. You start, there were many factors as we've talked about in some of our episodes, but that, that seems like one of the biggest things, because it's right before your period. So we know it's hormonal primarily, and that's been really improving and you haven't had a bad migraine in a very long time. So it is just like in that, in that you'd still get headaches, but it's lessening how bad it was before. So, um, that, that talking to yourself is definitely really important. Yeah. It's important for people to know that right before your period, your estrogen levels plummet. And so, because my estrogen levels were a little bit too low, 
then that coupled with the estrogen levels plummeting before your period, that made it so that my estrogen was way too low. And that's a big migraine trigger. So putting those pieces together through our family business testing and following our protocol with certain supplements that truly has been such a game changer. And then these other complementary pieces. So yeah, good point there. Great. Yeah. So let's move quicker through these because we don't have much time left. Um, I'm going to say just for my health, um, to summarize, I've been feeling really good about eating when I'm hungry and, you know, reducing some of the extra things I was eating late into the night that weren't helping my gut health, weren't helping me fall asleep. Well, I just feel like I have a good rhythm and routine with my eating habits and I'm not having cravings or feeling really deprived. Also learning that you're more hungry during the luteal phase, which is that final phase of your cycle before menstruation is really cool. Cause it's like, okay, that's happening. That makes sense. I've just Mm -hmm. ovulated. I used natural cycles to track my period. Um, and knowing that helps be like, okay, sometimes when you're more hungry, you're like blaming yourself, but when you understand there's a hormonal connection to that, and this is natural and this is what's happening, it really helps. So getting in tune with that has been really nice. Um, I've been doing a better job of getting out to the track next to my house and, um, going for runs or like last night when I started my run, it wasn't feeling good. So I just did four laps around and then I ran up the stairs, like where the stadium seating is and did that 10 times with jump squats at the top. And that was great. And that's like, you know, hard, but it's not, it wasn't as hard as running was feeling for me on that day. What needs help? I'm still having gut issues and I am just needing to get more testing done and get to the root of like almost like a acid reflux issue that gets worse from running, gets worse from certain foods. And so that's something I'm going to need to dive back into is working with a functional. Um, I do have a functional doctor, but I might get a second opinion from someone else. Yeah. And that's, what's I think important to note too, is, you know, your health comes in ebbs and flows. It's not always, you know, always feel amazing and then just feel horrible. It's, you know, different seasons of your life. And now I think what's cool is that both Ryan and I have these tools in our back pocket that we didn't have before when we had migraines and we had gut issues. Now it's like, we know where to turn so that I think you're going to feel better much quicker. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a whole lot of difference from working with a traditional doctor, unless you have a great traditional doctor, which there are many still. Um, but finding the right second opinion is, it can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into relationships. Jess, what feels good and what needs work? Okay. So I'll do this one quickly. Uh, what feels good is seeing friends again on a more regular basis. Yes. We still need to be careful with the new variant and everything like that. Ryan, I actually canceled Christmas parties that we had right before we went home. Cause we wanted to be safe for our family and we didn't want to test positive and then be able to go home for Christmas. So, but yeah, just seeing friends again, like making the effort to once a week do like a morning coffee date. I did one yesterday with two of my best friends and it was just so nice hour and a half catch up tea. Like it just felt so good. I feel like I really missed that. And I think when you're in it and you're so used to just being home all the time, you're like, Oh, I'm fine. I don't need that. But then when you actually have it, you realize how much it recharges you and it fills you up in a way that I don't think a lot of us have had. So just a good reminder to make that a priority every week. And, you know, even if it's just like, I think once a week for me is the sweet spot, not trying to overcommit. Cause looking back pre COVID, I feel like I overcommitted sometimes. So COVID was kind of nice in the sense that I was like, Oh my God, 
I don't feel so, you know, all over the place having to do a million things, meet a million people. Now I'm much better with setting those boundaries. So, but yeah, having that and putting things on the calendar to look forward to with friends. Like we put on the calendar next month, a high tea date where we're going to get all dressed up and go get high tea. Fun. Uh, so just having those little things to look forward to and connecting in real life. And then I would say what needs work is Josh and I have been working a lot and we work in the same space. We both work from home and we used to have a list on our fridge of adventures, restaurants, and like little solo trips or staycations that we wanted to do or try. And we would check them off. Like once a week, we would try to do something, even if it was something small. And we stopped doing that when the pandemic hit. So I really want to get back to doing that and doing like one date activity a week. It doesn't have to be like an expensive dinner. It literally could be just like last weekend we made sushi and that was so fun, something different. So I just really want to switch it up because I feel like we've been getting in more little tiffs and arguments and I've been getting super annoyed with him and, and I know he's been getting irritated with me sometimes. So I really feel like the dates need to be a priority because it does make a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I would say what feels good. Um, well, actually I'll start with what needs work. I did have a couple really dramatic friend issues last year. I've never really dealt with that before and it still weighs on me. And I've generally in the past been able to work through issues with anybody through direct conversation, through a letter or just coming to a general understanding. And this is a situation that's just like, there's so many layers to it. It's almost like impossible. I have so many things I want to say, but then I don't want to make it worse. I just want to find peace. Um, and so this year, I really do think that I need to write, you know, reach out to these people. There's also an issue with a family member that's really bothering me too. I just don't like having any unresolved issues with people. And that might just be a part of life that sometimes you just got to let things go. But I always believe there can be a way to come to a general, uh, you know, a shared understanding, or at least just agree to disagree and walk away instead of leaving it in an unfinished place or where there's no speaking or something was never discussed. So that's something that I really need to work through. And part of the reason that I want to really be in therapy this year too, to just not allow loop thoughts about such certain situations to keep going. Yeah. Um, so that's major. And then what feels good? I mean, Thomas and I are just in a really, really great place. And, um, you know, I think he's, it's, it's easier when, you know, he's not dealing with the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. So he's kind of just more of a, like can be a rock for me. If he had significant stress, that would make things harder. Um, but he really just continues to be just such a source of support and able to do more things around the house and stuff to help me out. And we've just been having a lot of fun lately, um, just being goofy and in a good mood. I think going home and being apart was kind of like, it was so fun to have our little reunion and, you know, give each other gifts and stuff. Sometimes like we're always together and we're always at the house. He doesn't go into work right now either. Um, so yeah, anyway, I think, um, having that time apart was kind of fun. I was like, Oh, I missed you. <laughs> you know, there's no opportunity to miss each other anymore. Yeah. So you um, still want to get married to him. You're saying <laughs> <laughs> yes. 2023 is our plan. Summer Yay. of 2023. Um, let all of this COVID die down hopefully, and hopefully I'll have more money and more success by then. So you I will. Can, I've always Not wanted hopefully. to be, you will, I will. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to be um, married when I feel like I'm exactly where I want to be in life, which maybe is like 
you know, it's, I'm, I'll be an older bride. Um, and the psychic told me that I might be pregnant when I'm married, which she didn't say might, she says, I see you pregnant and I'll be 34 at that point. So that's very doable or that might happen, but I really hope it doesn't. It is kind of crazy (laughs) that she said that. And that was years ago. And the fact that you always have said that you want to be able to like pay for your own wedding and be in a really good place. And I feel like what you're saying about like, this is the year, this is the year, like it totally makes sense. It lines up. The timing feels good to me. Very aligned and in the flow. Yeah. In the flow. Cool. Okay. So let's, um, career for us is probably going to zigzag and we're running out of time. So let's get into, um, just a quick thing for personal development that you want to incorporate, uh, this year. Um, yeah. So what feels good for personal development is I've mentioned it before, but rock climbing, um, just because it's something new, learning a new skill, Josh and I bonding, doing something together. Um, it feels good to have something to work towards and to have that mental and physical challenge. And there's this concept of neuroplasticity where we can actually kind of change the structure of our brain. And that's what helps us age more gracefully. And so it's just basically the idea that you got to switch things up, like take a new path to work, walk down a different road, like try a new skill, learn something. That's what keeps you young. So it's really, really important to train your brain in that way. So I'm constantly thinking of things I can do like that. Um, because I want to age gracefully. So yeah, that feels good. And then what needs work? Oh, long story short, I'm terrified of flying. Um, happened about a decade ago after a traumatic injury that I experienced. So um, I've never really dealt with that trauma, I'm realizing, and I think I need to deal with it. So I'm looking for some kind of specialist therapist. I don't know if it's a fear specialist. I don't know if it's a trauma therapist. If you guys have recommendations, I would so appreciate it. DM me at Body Bliss by Jess. I truly like, I'm gonna cry talking about it because I love traveling so much. And it's such a big passion of mine. And Rye knows like I am the hardest person to fly with because I'm so fucking terrified. So yeah. I need to work Poor on that. Poor thing shakes like a leaf and well, more so you're just, yeah, you get really deep breaths and really scared. Yeah. Start crying. So, <sighs> yeah. Fun. That's a good one to work on. And I hope somebody has a tip because that is something we need for sure. You got to please for figure, everyone, not just for me, for everyone that has to fly with me, figure this out. Yeah. And yeah. I have a similar fear. I have a couple of weird fears. Um, I hate being alone. Like when Thomas has some ski trips coming up, I need to work on that. Like being alone in the house and being able to sleep without I set a bunch of booby traps in the house. I like, <laughs> I leave the lights on. I block the doors. My friend Chelsea was the one that put it that way. She's like, do you set booby traps? I'm like, actually I do. <laughs> We're both losers and like, can't handle sleeping alone. Actually, she's getting better at it than me, but, um, I've just not had a lot of alone time and having a whole house. Like I've only ever lived in very small places. So it's, <laughs> I guess I'm a child. Um, so I, I mean, need to work I on a that. A lot of people have that fear. Yeah. I want to work on that and just, yeah. Um, also I have a fear around like public speaking, which has just gotten worse from lack of, ex- um, practice with that. You know, we used to do live events and things like that. Um, we have some Instagram lives coming up, um, a webinar for your hormone balance that we're going to talk about in a second, um, that I'm going to be moderating. The thing is I, I I'm good at it, but I trip myself up for just the beginning part, you know, where you introduce yourself and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I need to, um, just get more experience with that. And, 
but a couple of things that have been feeling good. I signed up for Duolingo. I've been taking these short, super easy French courses every day. It's way easier than I thought because I've deleted every distracting app off my phone. So instead of checking the news now, I'm like opening my Duolingo app, um, That's awesome. which is fun because we've got France coming up this summer. And then finally, I was just going to say, um, I think with some of these issues, friend, ish, friend breakups, some of these fears, different things. I think I've been, um, I finally started therapy. Um, it didn't work out with the first woman. She actually was a specific type of therapy behavioral, which she was like, this isn't for you. You don't need it, which was interesting. Kind of a weird way of saying it, but yeah. Yeah. She was like, what exactly is the problem? Like, I don't know. I just felt like I just want someone to talk to. There's definitely a lot of things I need to work through. So she suggested therapy therapy, where you just talk it out with someone every week. You don't necessarily have like homework and you know, all of these things to work on. So I think that that would be a good fit for, for me and you, Jess. And I found some, I've gotten some good referrals. So I know that's going to happen this year, which will be really good to just get clarity of thought. I'm proud of you. And I think that that's something that needs to change is like comments that people make about like, well, I don't need to see a shrink or like, oh, they need therapy, you know, stuff like that. It's like, makes people feel guilty and shameful about it. When in reality, I feel like literally every person on the planet could benefit from talking to someone. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, since we're out of time, why don't we just wrap up by sharing? Um, and maybe we can talk more about kind of things that we're working on and, you know, our, our lives right now, another time, but why don't we just share or just, why don't you just share yours and mention the course? Yeah. So, um, I think I'll start with what needs work. Cause then we can go into the course. Um, so what needs work is obviously, you know, I have my superfood latte blend. You can find it on my website. Um, there's a bunch of so different good. flavors. They're all sugar-free plant-based. Um, just add it to steamed milk and you're done. Uh, you can also use it in cooking, baking, but, um, my setup is so much better. I feel really good about that and my processes, but I feel like I have so many other things going on that I haven't prioritized like marketing Rye made a good point about like, you should do some Instagram ads or, you know, I'm really only promoting it to my newsletter list and Instagram. So that's only going to reach so many people. And so I really need to think beyond that. And like, how do I take it to the next level? Um, so yeah, that's really what I feel like needs work because I know I have a good product. I've been getting amazing testimonials and feedback. So I just got to keep going with it. And even write like a little business plan for it. And then I would say what feels really good. Ryan and I are working on our first ever your hormone balance course. It is so exciting. I've had so much fun working on it, filming the videos, like we're coordinating expert guest speakers. Um, it's going to be jam packed and, but also like very easy to follow along and broken up into different modules and just really going to allow people to walk away feeling so much more empowered and excited and tuned into their bodies. Um, it is a lot of work. I've never built a course before, and there's a lot of learning that needs to be done. Um, but we're really excited because we're going to be hosting a free webinar where at the end, you'll get to learn more about the course, but the webinar is going to be on January 25th, which is a Tuesday at 6 PM Pacific time. And registration is going to be open. Um, actually it should be open now when you're listening to this podcast. Um, so you can go to yourhormonebalance.com and, or, you know, our Instagram and link in bio, but you can sign up for the free webinar. It's going to be with Rye hosting, moderating. And then my mom and I, and we're going to be talking about sustainable nutrition for hormone balance, which is my jam and it's free. 
and it's an hour. So if you want to join us, we would love to have you. Yes. Thanks for explaining that, Jess. And the course is definitely, thank God, Jess has been helping so much, really leading and putting the whole thing together. Um, And it really is like a simple overview, not simple. There's a lot to it, but with our first course, it's very approachable and we are, you know, we'll do more courses. We'll expand on things. Jess is working on a, in the flow course as well. That's not Mm -hmm. the name, but you know, a lot of the stuff she's been talking about with eating and working out with the phases of your cycle and nutrition that aligns with that. Um, that's another course she's going to work on too. So there's a lot more ahead in that realm. And on the, your hormone balance front, we are currently focused a lot on scaling, offering new packages and primarily bringing practitioners on board, more doctors, um, coaches that can speak with you so that you can get a second opinion on test results that you might have or health issues you're going through. Um, so that's really been my focus and launching new systems as well. So a lot ahead. We are really, really feeling good about 2022. We hope you are as well, but really if you are struggling with anything, I will say this exercise of checking in with yourself, you know, whenever you have a pocket of time and just thinking through what feels good and what needs work in different areas of your life is just so pivotal for making change in your life. It identifies those areas that you can make action steps. You know, that that's the next step in this process is once you identify what what feels good, feels good. What needs work needs a plan. So what is one little action step that you can pair with it? How can you make change in that area? What can you put on your calendar that you will follow up on? Um, and then return to those last pages the next time that you journal so you can see and build upon it or maybe move, you know, say, I never got to that one thing. Okay. I'm going to add it to my calendar again. So that's really the exercise in a nutshell. I hope it helps you. It's helped me so much over the last few years. Happy New Year, everybody. We're going to wrap it up here. Jess, do you want to take us out? Yeah. So just a reminder, you know, if you're not already subscribed to our podcast, we would love that. If you would leave us a review, if you're enjoying the content, honestly, I know we say it, but like truly is what helps us grow and means the world to us. And yeah, with that said, even if nothing feels right today, you tuning into this podcast and opening your mind is enough. Change doesn't happen overnight, so be patient and kind with yourself, and we promise good things will come. See you next time. See you next time.